Hi, I'm Mac, and I'm a three on the monster fucker scale. Hi, I'm Tyler, and I'm a one on the monster fucker scale. And this is Date My Monster. So, (laughs) So for those who need a reminder, the monster fucker scale is zero, no monster fucking at all, one, monster fan, two, monster asexual, only in it for the romance, three, humanoid monster fucker, four, werewolf fucker, and five, horny on main for all monsters. Yes, the monster Kinsey scale. Yes. <laughs> um, so I think it would be good to mention that we are recording this a year. Because I, I think it's been over a year since... It's been two years since the first two or three episodes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we're almost 24 now. We were 22 when we recorded the first ones. Yeah, um, luckily we reference a few things in the like first couple episodes, but like... It's not enough to really date, like, when we recorded it. <laughs> That's true. I think the pandemic is mentioned, so at least March. <laughs> so maybe not The pandemic is not mentioned at all. Is it not? Nope. Oh my god. Okay. Well, geez, yeah. yeah I have no concept of time anymore anyways, so, I, you know, I believe um, that. <laughs> same. Like, when I realized it had been two years ago, I was like fucking blown away i was like no way no way but then i had to like think about it and i was like oh we did this like the summer before i went to australia and i went to australia when i was in australia when covid like i had to be sent home because of that and then i did a summer of doing nothing and now we're at the next summer (laughs) oh my god at the end of the next summer yeah (laughs) oh wow yeah oh yeah because you were supposed to wait when were you supposed to go i guess 2020 right uh, yeah, I went to Australia at the start of 2020. I was supposed to stay there till June, and I came home in uh, end of March. Right, you were barely there. So, <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, that sucks. <laughs> and I had to do school while I was there, too. That's so unfair. Yeah, so but fake. now we're both graduated. I know. I think you had graduated when we recorded the last few episodes but now i'm also graduated yes we are college grads whoa (laughs) Whoa, yeah um so there's going to be a whole new type of energy being brought to the podcast this time (laughs) just one of two worked people yes exactly we're just gonna be uh so exhausted Mm -hmm. um okay should we get into uh the beast of this episode yeah, I mean, it's a bit different, because you're bringing the monster to the table this time, so I'm excited to be on the other side. I am. I'm excited to present. Um, so, I don't know if you've checked the checked our shared folder, but... I did, I did not look at it. I didn't want anything to be spoiled. Okay, good. I'm glad. So, the monster that we are covering this week is the Flatwoods Monster of West Virginia. I feel like I've heard of this before, but just that. I've just heard of it. I've dropped a, um, I've dropped the Cretan in the Discord, in our Discord chat, if you want to take a look. Um, I'll see if my internet lets me look at it. Okay, well, I have a description in a little bit. Um, but first, we have to go to the original <gasps> sighting. Did you see it? Yes! Okay, so, I know, it literally, I was... <laughs> I love it. It's such a, a cretin. It's so horrible. Um, Just based on this picture, I think I may I may know this monster then, because the image is familiar. There is um, a version of the Flatwoods monster in Fallout 76, 
um, looks nothing like this. It's like purple and robotic and like made out of electricity, which does not match any of the descriptions. Um, yeah. That doesn't match what I'm looking at right now. No, it doesn't. I, I was trying to think of how I would describe this if I were just looking at it. And I was like, well, the bottom, the torso and bottom half kind of looks like a Dalek. A l- yes. Um, a Dalek in a dress. A Dalek in a dress, yes. And then, like, if if Doctor Who decided, which they totally would, decided to make a female Dalek, that's yes. the bottom half. Oh my god. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, slight, and so then the top half is um, a female um, cyborg. Yes, absolutely. With a hat. <laughs> With a hat, yes. I was trying to describe the shape of the head. It kind of looks like um, a trilobite, or like, ugh, I don't even remember what it's called. Probably should have looked it up. Um, but it's kind of <laughs> like... We don't do any actual research on this show. I know. Well, this is not part of it. <laughs> Listen, we'll get to a good description, but if you're curious and you have internet access, um, just search Flash- Flatwoods Monster, and it's like one of the first um, results. Okay. I would describe the hair as, like, a leaf. Yeah, I can see that. It does look very leaf-like. And the arms kind of look like tree branches. Um, yeah, like, my first thought was, um, and I've never played this game, but Majora's Mask. Like, that's kind of oh, what I thought of. Oh, okay, yeah, I can totally see that. The eyes, like, the big glowing red eyes in the middle. Yeah, and then the, like, wide kind of back, just flat face, yes. I guess. Yes, I can definitely see that. Okay, so we're going to start with the first and actually only sighting of the Flatwoods Monster of West Virginia. Oh, good. This Um, is looking promising. So I want you to picture the scene. We're in Flatwoods, West Virginia, a tiny town of less than 300 people. It's September September 12th, 1952. Um, So, you know, the the leaves are starting to to get brown. It's Virgo season. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... That will paint a picture uh, for you. It's your season. It's my season, yes. That, of course, that's why I chose her. Um, she's a Virgo. <laughs> um, so the time is 7.15 p.m., so it's early evening. The sun is setting. Um, our story starts with Edward and Fred May, who are two brothers, age 13 and 12, respectively, and their friend oh, Tommy this Heyer. Is... Mm-hmm, it... This is going good already. Is this familiar? No, just the fact that they're 13 and 12 and this is the only sighting ever. Well, they're not the only people that see it. Um, But before they go and collect other people, they report seeing a bright (laughs) object cut across the sky and land on the property of a local farmer named G. Bailey Fisher. Um, And so they saw this thing and they wanted to go check it out, see where it landed. So they went and they grabbed their mom, Kathleen, and they also grabbed two other boys, uh, who were named Neil Nunley and Ronnie Shaver. And then also great names. I know perfect names. I feel like I can picture them there right now. Like you got Edward, Freddie, Tommy, Neil, and Ronnie. And then of course, Kathleen. I'm just picturing a bunch of white snot nosed kids. I'm, you know, they're still alive right now, so I'm sure if we could contact them, they would probably corroborate that. (laughs) Could I please get childhood pictures of you? Yes. Um, No reason. Research purposes. I'm reading about the Flatwoods monster, and I'm trying to be very comprehensive. So I need pictures. (laughs) I have a real vivid imagination, but it helps if I have visual stimuli for that. Exactly. I'm writing a fan fiction about the Flatwoods monster. And um, you are in it. And you are in what it. What part you play, I will not tell you. You'll have to read it when I publish it on Wattpad. Yeah. 
<laughs> on Wattpad of all places. Uh, okay, so um, they're those five people that I've named. Um, they also grab a West Virginian National Guardsman named Eugene Lem- Le- Eugene Lemon. He's nineteen, by the way. Just did uh, did he live in the area, or did they like call up this <laughs> National Ranger? Like, how did he get involved? Like, you know. You're asking a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> a really good question that is not answered. Um, there is a there's a show called Project Blue Book that goes over. I thought you were gonna say Project Runway. <laughs> Project Runway. They actually do a Flatwoods monster themed episode. No. <laughs> I would watch that. I would too. I would have watched it if that was something that happened, but because it was like some like docu series, I didn't watch it. Um, but you know, I'm sure they interviewed him or something. Um, and most importantly, the most important um, person to be part of the searching party was Ricky the dog. Yes. Yes. Un- I agree. Undoubtedly the key to this whole event. Um, okay. So this team of uh, six people and a dog went to go try and find... It's, where- like, it's like an overtly large party of um, Scooby-Doo gang. I know. It's like... I, I'm sure we can get a couple people out of here. I think we can get rid yeah. of Fred. We don't need two May children. Yeah, we can get... Um, if there's any siblings, we only need one of the siblings. We definitely need that 19-year-old ranger. Yes. And the dog, and probably the mom to add that feminine side to it. Yes, but that's it. We yeah. only need, like, what? Maybe four people? Why? And the dog, yeah. <laughs> We're, like, trying to recast the, this event. Um Okay, so and when they take off the Majora's mask, underneath it was the capitalist pig of the town. Oh my god! Wow, you solved it. Okay, that was that's the episode. Oh, the episode's done. That's the episode. We don't need to do anything else. I have nothing more to talk about. <laughs> um, so this party, uh, they are going through the woods in West Virginia. They're trying to make their way towards where they think this mysterious object landed. Um, they walk through this uh, dense and pungent mist. Um, and some of them later report that this mist gave them nausea. So remember that, that, that'll come back. Well, that actually won't come back up, but definitely (laughs) remember that. Well, no, 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 never mind. Don't remember that. Okay. I, it will make more sense when we get to the possible explanation for the Flatwoods monster. Um, but they're climbing up this hill. Gas bomb. Gas bomb. Yes. It was a chemical warfare. (laughs) (laughs) They hallucinated the Flatwoods monster. Um, yeah, it was it was one of the first tests of the atomic bomb. Exactly. Might be too late for that, but <laughs> exactly, it uh, the radiation turned something into the Flatwoods monster. Um, yeah. God, the episode's over again. You fi- we figured it out again. I'm just so good at this. You're really good at coming up with theories. Uh, so they arrive at the top of the hill where they see a pulsing red light, um, as reported by one of the boys. And so the guardsman pointed his flashlight in the direction and revealed the beast. So Is that what you sent me the picture of? Yes, that, that is what they saw. And of course, because it, there's no pictures of it, um, we only have their description. So, uh, and their descriptions vary a little bit. So I'll, go, I'll get into their descriptions now. Um, so the monster was described as being about 10 foot tall uh, with a... Oh. And with a blood red or black or dark green colored body. So. Okay. Take your pick. <laughs> Maybe some people are colorblind. Maybe. Probably all of them. <laughs> but <laughs> I can kind of see, you know, like in the in the dark of 
the night. Like, you know, maybe it's black, maybe it's dark green, maybe it's blood red. It's kind of hard to distinguish those darker colors, especially in yeah. bad lighting. Um, so, in addition to that uh, verily <laughs> colored body, uh, it has a green face um, with eyes or eye-like shapes that emitted a greenish-orange light. So, that's one way that I think the picture I sent you doesn't exactly match what the description was, because in the picture they're, like, red. Yeah, they're very red eyes. They're very red, but imagine them more greenish-orange. <laughs> okay. If you can, imagine a greenish-orange color. Imagine vomit-colored eyes. Yes, that's exactly... It's, it's the 1950s Lady Domin... Domin... Whatever her name is. Uh... The, Resident Evil. Oh, um, you- Mommy Milker's lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, Lady Dimitrescu. I think is her yes. name. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that one. Wait, why are we imagining her? Oh, is it because she's that tall? Oh yeah, there's a ten foot tall monster. I don't know. It seems like a common trend. That's true. That's true. I think great pick for the show, Tyler. <laughs> I think that the Flatwoods monster can sue. Um, for for uh, for damages to, <laughs> to the Flatwoods monster's reputation. I will say, the Flatwoods monster does not have the same mommy milkers. Um, I mean, we don't know for sure. We don't. They, it was only seen once. It could be that it has them now. We don't know. Um, yeah. So, in addition to this, uh, these weird color eyes, um, it has a strange shaped head. It's it said to be shaped like an ace of spades. Um... That's how the mom described it. It has a, bo- uh, sorry, a head shaped like an ace of spades. Only the mom described it as that? Um, yeah, there weren't any other descriptions about the head shape. So, I mean, that's how they described it. Which, I mean, looking at the picture, you can kind of see that, right? Like Yeah, but I'm also picturing that of, like, only one person. So, all these people are different ages. They're going to be different heights. So, yes. if only one person described it as of having this, like spade-like head and mm-hmm. to me it looks like a leaf i'm debating if the mom was just seeing it at an angle at which there was a leaf right behind its head interesting i hadn't thought about that um granted it is 10 feet big but i'm going with perspective in my theory yes i mean i will get to um like the accepted explanation for it uh closer to the end um yes but i mean that's definitely a possibility and you'll see why that is um most of this... Oh, sorry, were you about to say something? mm Oh, okay. I was going to say, most of this description seemed to come from Kathleen May and uh, the guardsman, Eugene Lemon. There's nothing that specifically quotes any of the boys. So, I'm not exactly sure what they saw. Um, the, what the fuck was the point of having them along the ride if they just weren't going to contribute anything to the discussion? I know. Th- that's why we are cutting out all of the children, remember, when we make our Scooby-Doo-esque... Uh, <laughs> it's just going to be the MILF, the 19-year-old kid, and the dog. Yes. The MILF. <laughs> the MILF. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm so sorry, Kathleen May. Um, for this. Now I gotta look up a picture of Catholic May to see if she's a MILF. Yeah, look it up. I'm, I'm not sure if there are any, but I'll look it up too. I'll look it up on my phone since we've already established my computer's internet is shit. Yes, you're incredibly loud. Um, oh, and also just your incredibly loud keyboard. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm not seeing any pictures of her specifically 
Oh, I've just found a, a very amazing rendition of the Flatwoods monster that I have to send you right now. I think I found a picture of her standing next to a drawing. Is that not her next to it? Um, I'm not actually sure. Um, I just sent you another picture in the Discord if you'd like to take a look. Mm-hmm. Um, please look. <laughs> this, like, looking at some of these pictures reminds me of the Blair Witch. I can that see is, that. I'm pretty sure that is Kathleen May. I will have to, um, my final decision is she is not a MILF. Oh, okay. That This has been our podcast inside a podcast. Is is this person a MILF? <laughs> it just loaded in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I feel like this is something that would be in a Barbie point and click game. Oh, the picture or the picture that I sent yeah. you? It does. It yes. does look like that, doesn't it? Um, have you seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yes. It's giving me knights that say knee energy, not appearance wise, <laughs> but it just seems so tall. Yes. Um, so imagine that. Uh, the picture that we're laughing at it. Uh, it looks like a a gnome with a red head and red arms, and like is wearing a long green dress. <laughs> and, a, and it, it's it's very clearly something that was made in a 3d imaging program and then they added a green like glow to the outside and then put it into a real photo of a forest it's very uncanny valley i, I will say i feel like that's a good um descriptor for that um it is it's pretty great it is so to continue on with the description, um, Kathleen, so this description is specifically from um, the mom. Uh, she said that it had small claw-like hands and clothing-like folds on its body. Um, and they also said that the bottom half had the appearance of a pleated dark green skirt. So kind okay. of kind of like the, like the shape, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Mac has just sent me another image, but this time it looks like it's an alien actively murdering people. What is this? It looks like a robot. Yeah, no, that popped up when I looked up Kathleen May Fleetwood monster, and that image popped up, and I was like, well, this looks like a robotic monster. It does. Why is that? Huh. It looks like um something from uh, War of the Worlds. It does. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's very much channeling that energy. I agree with that. It also looks like something that... um. For an explanation of it, it's just someone, like, made together a scarecrow out of tin cans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that too. Uh, more vibrant in color. Um, yeah. One thing that is notably absent from this picture, though, is the arms that Kathleen described. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. But it is accurate in that it's, it appears to be gliding. Uh, so the witnesses say that they saw the creature glide towards them. And hiss Ooh. and hiss at them Ooh. before they ran away. I know. Ooh, don't like that. I don't like that at all. So it it does seem to have some supernatural ability to hover above the ground. Um, <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? I think that's very enlightened of the Flatwoods monster, honestly. Um, one additional report says that one of the boys peed himself, and <laughs> <laughs> who 
This who reported is, that? This is okay. So this is like from uh, who was the snitch who reported <laughs> that one of them peed themselves? So I actually got that from a history.com article on the Flatwoods monster, and it was apparently just like some high school boy. Not even he wasn't even there. <laughs> just some high school boy who was real mad he wasn't part of yeah. this story. So he's like, oh, oh, well, Jimmy peed himself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. To his to his credit, he doesn't say which of the boys peed themselves, so that's nice at least. Um, so you'll have to live. They'll have to live their life in wonder of which one of us did it. I know. I, I well, I'm sure the one who did it probably knows it was the. <laughs> it was the 19 year old. It was the 19 year old. It was the guardsman. Exactly. Um, and then they also said that the dog ran away with his tail between his legs, which I thought was interesting. So it's like the dog also saw the the creature or at least saw something that scared it i would like to know what the dog's personality was like before he saw the monster Mm -hmm. because like some dogs if they see anything intimidating will run away and flee in which case i don't think it's much like evidence or any Mm -hmm. sort of worthy note to be like oh the dog fled away like if the dog always does that but if this dog is like a big tough dog and will protect you the ends of the world and then fleet away then that's noteworthy yes that's a good point there were no descriptions of um the dog ricky's personality before it saw the flatwoods monster so i can't uh attest to the credence of that but it definitely I mean, that's definitely something to ask questions about. Maybe we can we can ask one of the the boys that are still alive. See what they see what they say. Listen, I want to know what your dog was like before he saw the monster, and I want to know which one of you motherfuckers peed yourself. These are the two things that are going to haunt me for the rest of my life, um, unless we it's, figure them out. Yes. When we eventually produce our Date My Monster docu series, we'll make sure to follow up with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, from the pictures I saw, it seemed like the mom was the only one still alive. And I will go directly to the mom and be like, listen, between us gal pals, which one of the kids peed themselves? From from one MILF to another. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no children, but I am a MILF myself. A MILF connoisseur, if you will. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to have kids to be a MILF. Um, it's more of an energy you give off, you know? <laughs> this has been episode okay. two of our podcast within a podcast. MILF watch. <laughs> where i just look at milfs yes i'm not very uh i'm not very uh invested in this part <laughs> it's a mac this is mainly for mac yeah yes it's a mac centric sub podcast all right so moving off this topic now um okay so after the sighting um local law enforcement acab searched the area and said that they saw heard and smelled nothing and so, if you remember the pungent mist, they didn't smell any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, a journalist named A. Lee Stewart Jr. Um, that sounds like a fake name for sure. Well, A. So, like, I guess the, his first name is abbreviated to just A. And then Lee Stewart Jr. Uh, yeah, it does seem fake, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, he also said that he searched the area and he found skid marks and an, uh, quote, odd gummy deposit, unquote. Well, we did find out that one of the boys peed themselves, so I'm not surprised to find skid marks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's probably some shit there, too. So (laughs) that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Mm, yeah, probably poop was involved as well. Um, So Stewart's report was latched onto by ufologists. Ufologists? I don't know how to say that. Well, 
I have a question. Did, like, anyone else go investigate the area and find, like, these skid marks and everything? Or was it just him? That's a great question. Um, so the United States Air Force also did an inquiry into this event um, as part of an effort called Project Blue Book. Um, and Project Blue Book was kind of a, like, an investigation into unidentified flying objects and, like, flying saucers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. there was definitely, like, this fervor around the Flatwoods monster um like thinking that it was like an alien from outer space like they thought that the bright thing that they saw in the sky that night could have been like the alien craft and then you know the flatwoods monster is just an alien um, okay okay yeah. so so the air force also went to look i think they did report seeing skid marks i i'd have to double check that but i think they attributed that to just like a car um yeah so um, yeah, the United States Air Force, they did an inquiry into it, um, but they never found anything substantial as a result. And that was kind of the same thing with all of the other places that they looked into with Project Blue Book. They didn't really find anything, you know, substantial about UFOs and stuff like that. So weird. But that's just what the government wants you to think. <sighs> that's so true. God, we did you make sure to make your tinfoil hat and put it on before we started recording this episode? How did you know? I got a tinfoil bodysuit. It's oh a my. bit uncomfortable. It, it's a bit. It's like making your own oven in the mm-hmm. summer, but you are the meat that's being cooked. But I smell pretty good. You can't put a price on safety, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I did not wear my tinfoil bodysuit. Um, I just wore my tinfoil hat. So I think I might die. But <laughs> if this is the last episode of uh, of Date My Monster, then you're listening to a good one. <laughs> so. Um, the reason why the Flatwoods monster was so popular because it like exploded into popularity and it's still a super popular event today, which we'll get into. Um, but like history wise, the Flatwoods monster kind of fell into um, like the time period of the cold war. And so there was a bunch of anxieties about like UFOs and aliens coming to invade the USA, just like, you know, this ever present, <laughs> well, I mean that. <laughs> I hear you I laughing. I guess, from, like a pop culture standpoint, yeah, you yeah. draw parallels between like Russia and aliens, but like looking back on it, it's kind of yeah. silly. It is. It is. But I feel like that um, is kind of how like these scares go. Um, mm-hmm. Like you are looking for monster. Well, not necessarily looking for monsters, but. Um, like the cultural anxieties of the time are going to inform like what kind of supernatural thing you're scared of, you know? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. like, if you're scared of, of like, you know, getting invaded by like the Soviet union, um, you'll probably also be scared of aliens. So just like the thought of invasion, I'm not, you know, I'm not a historian or not historians, but, um, we may have college degrees, but we are in no way smart. Oh no, absolutely not. My degree is in physics, which is not at all related to, um, you know, media studies. So don't take my word on this. Um, go read articles. Okay. If you want. If you want. You don't have to. I don't care. You can just sit here and get your information from this podcast that frequently discusses MILFs. Yeah, frequently. We've. <laughs> I guess we... Don't bring it up a third frequently time. within this episode. <laughs> uh, we're not bringing episode three of MILF Watch. We're, we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> For now. For now. Um, so the Flatwoods monster became a cultural staple of the small town. Um, and it also gained a ton of nicknames. So it's known as the Braxton County monster, uh, the phantom of Flatwoods 
or just the what? or just the green monster, the Phantom of Flatwoods. Oh, Phantom! I thought you said the fan of Flatwoods, and I was uh, like, why is it like a fan? <laughs> I mean, it, it could be because the uh, the town of Flatwoods built five themed chairs. Um, to to chairs chairs yes. Let me find it. Let me find the chair for you. Because they were like. Hey, in case you come back, we got a place for you to sit. Yeah. Hey, they're trying to be courteous. Even That's though... That's just... <laughs> Go it's ahead. not where my mind would have went to with, we have to commemorate this event. Let's make some furniture for this massive being to sit in. Like, I would think they're making, like, statues or sculptures, not fucking chairs. <laughs> That's true. I mean, chairs are sculpture in a sense. They just have use, you know? Yeah, but I, I would think more sculptures of the monster. Indeed. There are actually no sculptures of the monster that I could find. Um, but I did just send a picture of the chair to the Discord if you want to take a look. It does kind of... Because no one can decide on a fucking color for it. I know. <laughs> so the chair is still kind of matches like the description of the red... Uh, well, actually, no. It wasn't really a description of the head. But with the other two artistic... Um, renditions of the Flatwood Monster. It is in line with that, I think. Like, the one you sent specifically, it seems pretty close. I... This chair. Yeah? It does meet my requirements for what I said. I wanted a fucking sculpture, and they just turned... I still don't understand why they need the chair aspect of it, but okay. Yeah, I don't really understand that either. I was reading on the... I think I was reading on the Flatwoods website that, like, if you take a picture with all five of the chairs, you get, like, a commemorative tchotchke or something. So, so like, we need to go there and take a picture with all the chairs is what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm totally down. Like I, like I said, for our, for our Date My Monster docuseries, we can go to Flatwoods. Oh, my God. That would be so much fun, though, doing a cryptid road trip. <laughs> That is my life goal, is to do a cryptid road trip. All right, well, we, we're down. That'll be our, uh, our 10-episode special. <laughs> so pack your bags in a, in a couple Only weeks. Dead. Yep. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, the yes, there are chairs um, built in the visage of the Flatwoods monster. And every year, the town of Flatwoods, West Virginia, holds the Flatwood Days Festival, filled with live music and food. I don't know why I wrote that. That doesn't seem relevant to the monster. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds like any kind of small town or just any town yeah. sort of festivities. I don't understand what it has to do with the monster. You know, they probably have monster-themed items, I'm sure. Monster-themed food. No? Yes? Maybe? I, how would it be themed for the monster? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe you get to eat the chair. They just make tiny chairs out of pretzels and you yes. get to eat those? Yes, perfect. You got it. That's exactly right. Um, and so, Again, solved it. Yes, you solved it. Well, now let's get into the accepted theory for the Flatwood Monster. So... Um, there have been a ton of different investigations into the veracity of the claims of the people that saw the Flatwoods monster that night. Um, mm -hmm. But there actually is one accepted explanation. I don't know how much I believe it, um, but there is an explanation. So are you ready? Yes. Okay, great. So I'll kind of, um, I'll, I'll 
it's not really a story, but I'll kind of tell it in, in order of how it happened. So in 2000, um, Joe Nickel, who was a member of the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry, um, he came to the conclusion that the bright light seen in the sky above Flatwoods that night was probably a meteor. Um, and it was actually seen across Maryland and Pennsylvania as well as West Virginia. So this meteor was seen across three different states that night. Ooh. Um, and so that explains what the purported you know UFO crash might have been. Um, uh-huh. The red light that was seen could have been an aircraft navigation or hazard beacon. Um, I haven't seen those, but I'm guessing it's like the ones at airports that kind of flash red on and off. Have you seen those before? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so it could have been that. I don't know how likely that is, but um, as for... Yeah, because the- aren't those things stationary? Because they're just to like help airplanes be like, hey, don't crash into this, right? Yeah, that that that's what I think they're for. They're they yeah, they're hazard beacons. Um but there's no report of the red light itself moving. So mm-hmm. I'm not too sure. Um but as for the monster itself, Nickel probably said or Nickel said that the Flatwoods monster was probably a starter a startled barn owl. I was gonna say, because like the reason this looks so familiar is because I know there's another um um, mythical creature cryptozoology thing where it looks very similar to this and the like widely held belief is that it's just a spooked owl sitting on a branch and since it's dark out you can't see what's legs and what's um, trees. Yes. So yeah, that's, I imagine it's the same thing here. It is. Yes. That's what they said. So <laughs> um, the silhouette flight pattern and call of the owl match what was described by the witnesses and um, also the claw flight pattern. The fl- yeah, I'm not exactly sure about that. Well, maybe, like, it flew towards them, because they say it glided towards them, so it could have oh, been... Oh, yeah, okay. The way that it flew, that's what I'm thinking, at least. Um, okay, I was just like, what flight? Why? I don't remember the monster flight. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't. It glided. It glided. There's a big distinction there. Um, Sorry. In addition to um, that... Uh, oh, so the claw-like hands that were reported by Kathleen May... Um, it's theorized that they could just be the talons of the barn owl gripping the tree branch. Like, if you look at the mm-hmm. first picture I sent you, it definitely looks like they could be talons. Like, it's, you know, three fingers. To me, that just looks like branches. It could just but be... yeah, it could be talons. It could be branches. The theory that it was, like... The theory is that it was in a tree branch. So it could just be, like... Like, you saw the talons, you saw the tree branches, your brain kind of puts it together that it has this long, these long arms... Um, yeah. And what so, about the different colors, though? Because this owl, like, owls aren't typically green. That's true. I think it, that's a, a good question. I think that is probably due to the bushes, like the foliage. And so they said oh, that yeah. the, the lower half of it was, like, this dark green. It kind of looked like a pleated skirt. And, like, if you're looking at it very briefly, a bush might appear like that, at, like, if you tried to remember it. Um so what you're telling me is mm-hmm. they s- just spooked an owl in a bush and thus created a monster, or there was a monster. I think. It's, okay. Yeah. I I'm <laughs> personally I think there was a monster, um, and so the thing that is con- well I mean like all of this seems like so convenient like the planets aligning to form like this one thing that these people saw all at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. And also, um, they don't describe, like, the bad smell from the mist, which I thought was strange. Um, but they... S- 
Yeah, sorry. Go I mean, ahead. that could be like, um, like with the meteorite, maybe you get a sulfide smell, and like, I know sometimes if it's like cold out, it can travel smell differently than when it's hot out, which I imagine oh. it's cooler at night. Like, same with sound, like, I think it does the same for smell. I could be talking straight out of my ass, but I think that. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you smelt something weird at night and then you didn't smell something in the morning. That's fair. I didn't think of it like that. The thing, the th- the thing that you said about the sulfur definitely mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Um, and the somatic effects that were experienced, such as the nausea, um, were chalked up to hysteria and overexertion. Oh, yeah, like, these people are, like, freaking out that they're about to come up on a monster. They smell something weird. Like, they're already nervous and anxious. Of course, they're going to be like, oh, I feel nauseous. Exactly. It's like, I I just think about having have, having to go to work, and I get nauseous. So, like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So, it could have just been... It could just be a misattribution to the foul-smelling mist. Yeah. Um, but that is the story of the Flatwoods monster. Um, hasn't been seen since she could come back I'm hoping that she comes back but for now uh, for now there's only been one sighting of the Flatwoods monster So I truly believe this is just an owl in a bush wow okay <laughs> you know you can be entitled to that opinion I, I, yeah. will, I will disrespectively disagree um <laughs> I think she's out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out for my girl. <laughs> the flat. I just monster. don't like the fact that there's only one sighting and it's a collective group of people. And I'm sure like as they're walking back, they're like, Oh, I saw this, oh I saw that, oh I saw this, and they're just slowly creating this thing in their head. Like we've discussed before, like when you're in an intense situation, your brain just like creates things that weren't there to try and explain what happened they already think it's going to be some sort of extraterrestrial thing because Mm -hmm. they saw something in the sky like i'll give that to you i just really (laughs) i just really want her to be real she's a nice lady yeah i'll give you that she seems nice i mean she didn't kill anyone yeah that can't be i mean we can't say that about the beast of gudan we can't say that we can't say that about the wendigo so I mean, we have no proof. That's just how legends go. That's true. That's true. I need to listen to that episode again to get a recap. Um, oh, I just listened to it because I edited it before we recorded this one. <laughs> oh, good. So you're all you're all date my monstered up. Yeah. You're all <laughs> caught up on the lore. I, I'm caught up on all the episodes before anyone else because I have to listen to them again to edit them. That's true. So exclusive. Good for you. I know. <laughs> okay. I get to hear all the weird breaks and pauses we make. <laughs> yes, I was listening to the first episode and like the long pauses between when you talked to when I talked. I was thinking like, was I mad or something? Why am I waiting so long? <laughs> I know. Part of me is just like, are we really dumb or something? Like, why is there so much silence and pauses? <laughs> it's because of. I, I'm sure it's because of Discord. <laughs> yeah, the lag. And then in the Wendigo episode, I had to cut out a like two or three minute long discussion about um monster pride flags because we were legit just <laughs> silence googling on tumblr or searching on tumblr i love that we didn't even think to do that until after the recording we were just like let's mm-hmm. just do it middle recording that's amazing. Uh-huh, yeah 
I left in a bit of us talking about it, but there is, like, we aren't talking, we're just typing, and I'm like, "Mm, this all needs to go. You know, I I think it was a necessary decision for for the entertainment value of the podcast, so good good on ya. Thanks. Um, Shall we get into the ratings for, for the Flatwoods monster? Okay, yeah. Okay, so, first one is Attraction. And just as a reminder, uh, attraction is how drawn to them are you? Not just physically, but as a person. To their character, how much do you respect and admire them? Do you feel love or that you're headed in that direction? So what, what do you think? What do you think attraction-wise? Um, how drawn? I mean, I find them interesting. I think it's based on their look. I'm getting heavy mom vibes from them. And while I am into MILFs, it's not the mom vibe I want from a monster, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So, like, I don't know. And they just seem very, like, I just don't know a lot about them. Like, all we know is that they mm-hmm. showed up one night and they've yet to be seen, which is kind of nice. They're a bit mysterious. But, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. All right. Well, I... Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree that we don't know much about her. Um, I don't know if I agree with the MILF energy. I'm not sure (laughs) where the MILF energy is coming from from the Flatwoods monster. Um, Because we talked about MILF so much this episode. That's true. That's true. It was, um, the wires are getting crossed in your brain. (laughs) You're connecting the Flatwoods monster with the MILF idea. Um, Yes. I definitely agree, though, with the... uh, We don't know much about them. I mean, attraction is all about, you know, being mysterious. They make you... You should want to know more um, about this monster. But I don't know if the Flatwoods monster really entices that from me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I I guess... I don't know. I feel like I'm more fond of this monster than you are. What What number rating would you give it? Like a three or a four. Interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna give her I'm gonna give her a six. I'm gonna give her a three point five. Three point five. Oh, we can do half points. I'm doing half points, so yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Do you want me to enter that for you, or do you got it? Oh, I already typed it in. Oh, is it not? It'll just take a second to show up. Ah, uh, probably. Yeah, I can see. That I'm also the... realizing that uh-huh. um. A trend I think we're going to find is the monsters, whatever monster we're the one who puts the research e- effort into, I think we're going <laughs> to give a higher score than the other person. I I did notice that. I didn't want to say anything, but I mean, that's okay. As long as, you know, like we keep an open mind when the other person is presenting, I think it'll be okay. I, we can be unbiased. You know? Mm-hmm. Let me see if I, because it's, mm, my computer's saying it's trying to reconnect, so um, if you could just, um, you know, put that 3.5 in for me. Sure, I got you. Okay, so next is compatibility. Do you have enough common interests, values, beliefs? Do your personalities and lifestyles sync up? Do you work well together when it comes to conflict, compromise, sacrifice, pressure? So, I'll, I guess I can start with this one. Um... I think that it's super iconic of her to show up once and then disappear. I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's so camp to just like terrorize a group of people and then just like fly off to another planet. Um so I think our personalities definitely overlap there. 
Lifestyle-wise, I mean, you know me. I like to go out to the bar, go out to the club. I like to get down. I feel like she just doesn't want to be seen. She's more of a homebody. Um, yes. What, um, what I can relate to that. I think, yeah, we'll get along. I think we can easily have a girls' night. Yeah. Like, that totally seems like something we could do together. Like, maybe that's what I see her as, is more as a best friend rather than um, a MILF. But, like... <laughs> no! <laughs> she got demoted from MILF status, no! My god. But, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe, um, yeah, we would have a girls' night, stay in, don't want to go out, don't want to be seen. Like, the last time she went out, some kid pissed his pants. Like, that's that's not great for your psyche. And I, I feel that. I don't want to go out. I don't like partying that much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have one night out, and the rest of the year is is in (laughs) that's true that's true once every century you can go out yeah (laughs) um i think compatibility wise for me in the flatwoods monster i think i think i gotta score her a little low i'm gonna give her i'm gonna give her a (laughs) 4.75 oh so we're doing those kind of okay listen you opened up a whole world i'm giving her a six we can be super nuanced now i i i am so excited um, I, w- I was thinking when I introduced decibels, we'd just be doing half points, not fucking quarter points. <laughs> okay, how about we can do quarter points, but not anything else? Okay. Okay. Confidence. This one requires almost an entirely intuitive response. How much do you hope, want, and believe the relationship can go the distance based on your feelings as well as your perception of their emotional investment? She seems very flaky. She, like, sees yeah. you once and then ghosts you. Like... She doesn't feel that confident to me. I agree. Um, it definitely does seem like she she reacted out of fear, maybe when she mm-hmm. when she scared those people. Um, <laughs> so I think theirs or hers, who knows? Yeah, we don't know. We really <laughs> we really don't know. Um, my perception of their emotional investment, yeah, I definitely agree with what you said. There, she. I I feel like she's one to ghost. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not really feeling. I'm not really feeling too confident in this relationship. Maybe for a brief fling, but not yeah. for not for a, a committed relationship. I don't want to give her a one, but it really feels like a one. That's true. I mean, you know, we could always come back and readjust if we if we find a monster that we think might be worth a one. Um, mm-hmm. I I'm gonna give her a one point five. I also thought I thought about giving her a one point five, but I was like, no, 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 stick to my guns, one. You got it. No, you you gotta be you gotta be honest and fair. And I, if you feel like a one is what she deserves, that's what she gets. All right, last one, I guess before the the is it gay? Uh, yeah. Is the treat you right factor? So, how well does this monster treat you? Will they take you out to McDonald's and insist you order off the dollar menu, or will they plan an elaborate scavenger hunt picnic to celebrate your one month? I, I am yeah go ahead i'm so on the fence about this because like on the one hand it goes back to the confidence of like i don't feel like they like really put in that much effort because i feel mm-hmm. like they're like kind of not confident in the relationship and again we've established it's like one date and then a ghost like how great mm-hmm. is that one date gonna be but mm-hmm. like at the same time have you seen her outfit like she seems like she'd go all out she is snatched did you see that waist yes oh 
And her edges are laid. Oh my god. What a fucking queen. Yeah. She had to put so much time into her hair, probably. She did. It's campy. It's it's campy, mm-hmm. I will say that, but it is glam. All yes. the way glam. Um, I do think... I don't understand. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't understand how to translate into treat you right, but I feel like <laughs> it had to be addressed. Well, no, I, I'm, glad, I'm so glad that you brought it up. I was thinking about that as I was, like, reading through the research as I was getting ready for this episode. I was like, wow, her waist is kind of snatched. Um, very fishy. You know what? That, that'll give her, like, one more point for confidence. Oh, really? You're going to change it to a 2? I'm going to change it to a 2.5. I'm going to change mine to a 3.5. Just for that alone. Yeah. Um, no, that camp factor definitely bumped it up. Yes, 100%. Um, I'm glad that my score is now above the Beast of Gudan since I hate that. I know. I hate that little <laughs> bastard. <laughs> um, no matter what I give it, it'll be at least above the Beast now. <laughs> okay, good. Thank God. Um, treat you right. I think the first date would be bombastic um, and really just balls to the wall. But beyond that, I again, I think it would be a ghosting situation i don't even think it would go past the first date yeah which in that case do then we do we then judge it off the first date or do we judge it off the first date the fact that you only have one date in the ghosting like because that's not very treating you right but like if the first date is fucking amazing like Mm -hmm. definitely that's a good question i mean i think it can be what we think like personally personally i would go just based off the first date like how 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 wild that first date would be. Um, mm-hmm. But I, cause I do think that we took into account the ghosting thing in previous categories and not that there can't uh-huh. be overlap, but I think if we want to ag- have acknowledged the ghosting, it would have been in the confidence. Um, yeah. Do, do you, do you understand what I'm, what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to give her, I'm going to give her a, a 7.5. That's my highest rating yet. For the treat you right. I like how you... Yeah, the second... <laughs> the second monster behind this one for you rating to treat you right is the Wendigo. I know. Give I'm, the Wendigo a seven. I would love to hear my justification for that. <laughs> when I, I don't even remember and I listened to this less than an hour ago. <laughs> you know, that's okay. The episode will be out soon so I can listen to it. Um, yeah. But so far, I've agreed with all of my ratings for the Beast of Gudan and the Bear Lake Monster. So, um, well, I, yeah, what do you say for Treat You Right? I still have to take into consideration the fact that she would ghost you yes. for the Treat You Right. Okay, that's hard. And yeah, I want to give fair. her a four, but that also feels really mean. You know, but hey, she also it also doesn't feel like middle of the road either. That's totally fair. You know, you go with what your heart tells you. As long as it's above the Beast of Gudan, I'm not going to have an issue with it. Yeah, so she's getting a four. All right, so final scores. Mac, you put a 16 out of 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put a 21.75 <laughs> out of 40. Which is your highest scoring monster yet. It is. 0.75 above the Bear Lake Monster. It is. The Bear Lake Monster will always hold a special place in my heart. But the Flatwoods Monster, as the first beast that I've gotten to present, um, I feel some sort of kinship with as well. So I I think this is appropriate. Yes. 
All right, now the most important question we will ever answer about this monster. Is it gay? I truly don't know. (gasps) Unknown. Interesting. That's fine. You could say unknown. Yeah, like, and I don't know if it's because I feel like it falls more on, like, an aloe asexual side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, like, I truly do not see this monster, like, having a strong attraction towards any sort of gender or living being so i, I guess i do think it's queer but more on the a spec um a spec aromantic spectrum okay yeah totally um i can definitely see that for me i think honestly i think she's gay I think she's gay. I don't know something something about it is telling me but I you know actually I feel like I agree with you um with what you said. So but queer but on the but is also ace. Yeah. Um yeah, you know what? I'll I'll agree with you. Nice. Getting right. some gay representation in here. Finally, we're we're creating a rogues gallery of just of of queer monsters. Yes, we have no. We have straight up yes. And then we just have queer, and then a spec asex. <laughs> yes, we got it. Soon we'll collect all of the all of the different identities. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm right. trying to think. I, I don't know how my the monster that I have planned next. I mean, they might they might fall somewhere on there. <laughs> you know, we'll have to see. Part of the rating process is making our way through the episode because my opinion of the Flatwoods monster was definitely changed after we sat here and had a discussion. After I sat here and tore her down to pieces. You destroyed her right in front of me. Um, and for that, I will never forgive you. Um, <laughs> That's fine. I'll see you here next week, though. Yes, you will, of course. For for our next horrible monstrosity. Yes. Should we, well, ra- um, should we wrap it well, up? Oh. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Were you about to say this that? This is how it always goes. Yep. <laughs> I've been Mac. I've been Tyler. And this has been Date My Monster. Woo! Join us next time.